dating Haley was like dating like 20 different girls. And I remember that you even like wanted to kiss me. I never kissed a girl before. And, and you I, wanted and me I... to be your first. Aaron was like the only person who ever told me after we broke up. He said, I would rather have you in my life as a friend than not have you in my life at all. I was just like, how could God give me the most perfect girl in my life finally only for me to not be with her because i live here and she lives there and she's like Adam, we're getting married in a month there is no mine or yours this is our money so i'm giving you this money are you getting and, emotional and give you I'm this money emotional what the heck right, good we're good to go yeah for the attempt hey babes what's up it's Haley. And that, uh, and welcome to the first episode of the Hey Babies podcast. Yes, very uh, highly requested after our last Q&A video. Definitely. On my original YouTube channel, Haley's Corner, we just did like a typical little Q&A in this format. And the overwhelming response, mm -hmm. you guys commenting, make a podcast was insane. So we're like, you know what? Let's start a channel on the spot and let's just do it. We can officially make this a consistent thing. We're going to have weekly episodes on here and we would love to your feedback for the whole time like this is going to be very different than what you guys saw on the original channel yeah. it's not going to be edited this is totally raw we're for sure going to be cutting each other off we're for sure going to be making some mistakes for sure Eran is going to be stuttering you know to yes, expect so that i'll definitely <laughs> correct myself and try my best to enunciate literally beforehand Haley was just like Eran, enunciate yes but i can't help it so if i do make a mistake we learn, we'll get better over time. Exactly. The way that I look at it, I'm someone who loves listening to podcasts and so does yeah, Egan. But I feel like in the podcast space, there were so many podcasts that were about like how to make money, how to build your business, how to make the most of your life, which all of those are so great and really good topics for, you know, people who need that kind of motivation. But sometimes I just really want to kick it back, relax, listen to a podcast, like as if I'm talking to a best friend, you know? Yeah. So the reason we're called Hey Babes is because just imagine we're in a social setting. I come to my girls or my guys because Egan is a babe too. <laughs> and I'm just pretty much going to be like, hey babes, what's up? What are we talking about today? So I think for the first episode, there's, I mean, we asked you guys for a lot of feedback on Instagram on like what you think our topic should be. We got a lot of relationship questions. I feel like that was yeah. a big, big um, niche that a lot of people were interested in and while we're going to probably do podcasts which are a mix and mash of everything we thought that for the first episode it would be really good to kind of dwell into our past a little bit about our history and kind of make this an all-around podcast about how to find your person how do you know that this person is the right person for you kind of a bit of background with our dating experience and this will be kind of like a nice introductory episode to get to know us a little bit as individuals and a little bit as a couple as well yeah Let's start the conversation going and I think a really good thing for us to kind of start with is how we met but we're going to keep it brief because we have spoken yeah. about our story quite a bit. So Egan is originally from Florida and I'm from Toronto, Canada and when we were in 12th grade, well I was in 12th grade, in grade 12 my best friend and I wanted to do like a little vacation trip for our graduation trip and she's family with Egan's family so her mom reached out to his mom and she's like hey um, I have my, my daughter and her friend they're looking for a place to vacation for a week, you guys live very close to Miami Beach, would you mind hosting them? So didn't really think originally, much of sorry it. Sorry to cut you out. The original was to go to Cuba with other guy friends, but then they decided to make it like an all guys trip. So last and minute, and they left us in the dust. Yeah. So. so last minute they ended up coming to Miami. So everything ended up working. Yeah. For the best so basically, first impressions. I get to Miami. I mean, I knew that there was like younger people living in the house because all of him and his siblings are around our age. But I didn't really think much of it. I just remember coming in through the door with Nicole, and all I see is this guy 
with like huge ass headphones on his ears. It wasn't that big. You were wearing big headphones. Actually, at that time, I would wear like he had a stringer on. Ten dollar Amazon headphones. He had a stringer on, and he was making himself a protein shake, all sweaty because he was after a workout at the gym. And I was like, "Damn, who's that?" I was like, am I staying in a house with this person for a week? This was all strategically planned, by the way. No, I mean. it was not. <laughs> I came back from, from the gym that night, and then there was a knock on the door. I opened the door, and I just see, like, my cousin that I remembered, like, a few years back when I went to visit Canada. But we're not really in, we weren't really in touch at that time. And then I saw her friend, which was Haley. And I'm like, hi. And they're like, hi, we're here for the week for spring break. Did your like, parents didn't even tell you that we were coming? I think they, that's the thing. My parents will just bombarded i don't know a little nervous. i'm like mom you didn't bother telling me like i told you to remember this that but like it was very very brief oh and then i saw them and i'm like first instinct I'm like oh wow this girl's cute and then i asked like what are you guys here for like yeah they're like the typical oh, we came to go to the beach you know maybe like have some fun I'm like, or do you guys want to like party with like yeah we'll the party whatever but it was just his recollection of like all of these past events by the way is much better than mine i don't know if it's pregnancy brain i don't know if it's just time but he yeah. has a very good memory of the details of things but going into it we basically spend a couple the first couple of days there the entire time i was there for the first few days Evan did not speak a word to me no, he did not make eye contact with me and i'll tell you what first impression wise just based off of the fact that he was like a gym head and like he was wearing a stringer and he was all muscly a stringer for Many of the donuts like a muscle tank. It's like the yeah. tanks like the you know gym shark that show off your nipples. No, not all. <laughs> it's like this, and then like the back is like slim, so you can see like the back muscles and stuff like that. So it's basically like he basically a, looked like a, he was just trying tank. to show off his muscles, but he wasn't. Basically. But I'll tell you what, my first impression was like, okay, this guy is like such a player. And yeah. as I mentioned in our like last video podcast situation, I never really go for players. I just like good boys, and I just never really thought of myself to be with someone who like just got a lot of girls and was like into that kind of stuff so Even as much you as you still were attracted to i me. was attracted to you yes but i didn't really like like i didn't start flirting with you off the True. bat especially because i don't want to like make this sound weird but like i was used to getting guys attention i had a lot of guy friends and like the fact that he didn't speak two words to me and he showed no interest whatsoever i was just like okay again this, this guy's not interested planned. this is all all part of the i plan. just think he didn't know what he was doing but, but whatever that, we'll get that into was, that later that was my that was my tactic but another point was like i was just shy because also didn't want to get rejected so like i'm not gonna like put myself out there only to get like rejected because like yeah. that's like one of like i feel like guys fears in general so bottom line we didn't really talk for the first few days no. how did everything change i think what happened was i went to my friend and i'm like and the reason why i asked him was because at the time i just got a car but i never drove on the highway before so like hey man listen do you mind coming with me and like my cousin and her friend and we'll just oh, take him out to a friends. restaurant. Took him out to a restaurant on like Saturday night, like after Shabbat, and we'll go out. And then he's like, "Why don't you just go yourself?" I'm like, "Well, listen, it's two girls, one guy. Like maybe like just have a little bit more of a, oh, sorry again, enunciate. We can have a little bit more of a like a friend group setting. Yeah. And on top of that, I haven't driven on the highway, so I'm kind of scared to drive. So he the was first nervous. Time. So yeah. then we all went out together, and I think like that night was like the first time we actually like got to got talk. to know each other, talk, bond. And I even remember when we went to the restaurant, I'm like, oh, what are you guys going to order? Like, like a salad and whatever. He's like, no, nah, I want a burger. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like a burger? <laughs> you were really attracted to that, a girl, you? you? know, because I, I, I love to eat in that sense. So, like, 
you know, if she would have ordered a salad, it would have been cool too. But the fact that she was just like, no, nah, I'm going to order a burger. Like, I'm like, if you're taking I me enjoy. out, I- I'm getting I was like, oh, wow, it's pretty, pretty bold, but like pretty cool at the same time because like you don't really see many girls do that. So what I remember from that night, um, as much as we had fun, like when we were in a group setting, I remember when we got back to your house that night, mm-hmm. me and you had the conversation. And if you guys know what I'm talking about, I mean, maybe this is not everybody, but if you're like really into somebody, you usually have, whether it be like a late night phone call or a FaceTime or like whatever it may be, a conversation conversation that you're like whoa this person and i have a lot of chemistry we really click and i feel like that we had i think we had it but i think it's more the fact of like sometimes when you're in such a good conversation especially with somebody that like you know you have like an attraction towards it or whatever it is like time will just fly by and i remember like we we got home around like midnight Mm -hmm. and then we're talking and then we're all like kind of yawning and stuff like like a little little bit tired and then i'm like dang i'm actually pretty tired and i look at like oh my god it's like 3 30 in the morning we just talk for like there's really hours? like nothing better than having a conversation that just flows and yeah. it just doesn't stop. You don't realize how quickly time passed. And I feel like that was kind of the first moment that I was like, okay, this guy's like really something special. I don't remember feeling this with anybody else or like having conversations that are like this easy and this relatable with anybody else. As much as what I do remember from that first week that we were there i think you were kind of trying like to put off this put on this persona that you were like a party boy that you were really cool that you were always invited to whatever you know sometimes you want to go on a first date with somebody and you may not necessarily feel confident that the person will like you for who you are so you kind of put up this like okay this is what i'm going to represent this is the image that i'm going to show this person like because this is what i want to portray about myself I feel like in those first few days, Eren was trying to do that. He was trying to kind of give off this image like he was a cool guy and he was a player. And I like, am still a cool guy. What do you mean? Yeah, but babe, you were not. I'm sorry. You never had a girlfriend. You know, you I were know, not. You were not like no. a flirt. You were not somebody who was like hitting up a new girl every not night. Like flirted. Well, like it was just like. It never just, led anywhere, though. You know, I was a nice Jewish boy. Exactly. I and I think you were kind of like in the beginning a little bit like shy to admit that that was your persona. But I remember when we had that conversation, I was like, Eren, like cut the bullshit i don't think you're this kind of person i don't think you're not a player you know like just even be though you. i did do certain tactics that really work like i remember when we were like oh, here we go again. babe this this was this was me in my prime okay you know but i remember we were in the car mm-hmm. and then like my cousin went to go get something from the from the house and we were in the car and then she was like i'm like so what like there are like no guys like in toronto that like you potentially you potentially see yourself with like again that's just my way of saying like yo are you single you talking to somebody no <laughs> and then she was like nah there maybe this is one person but like they're not like this like it's not like how like you know like how we are right now and that i'm like so basically you need a guy like me and then she was just like she like got like all blushed and everything she like looked to the side and i was like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but. i think that was my first like admitting that i kind of liked you yeah because something i did realize about Elon is that like there was just nobody like him in toronto in many different aspects like first of all i met you like in your family and even religiously like yeah. the fact that we both kept Shabbat, we both kept kosher. We were literally at the exact same level, which was like out of all the guys who were interested in me here, they were either like super, super like religious and orthodox at a place that I wasn't ready to be at or vice versa. They weren't keeping anything. And yeah. because logically I knew that I was someone who wanted to like date to get married potentially. I didn't want to start a relationship with somebody that would end up like not working out because we don't have the same values. Yeah. So the fact that we had the same values, that was like 
step one and i think that is definitely something like going forward if you guys are somebody who's dating someone this is something we mentioned in our last like q a it is so important that while you're dating you figure out if your values are aligned and they're the same because only through that can you kind of go on to like the next step of pursuing a relationship if you're already seeing so many red flags about things in the future that can cause your relationship to like dwindle and it's not really stuff you can compromise about like whether you want to get married whether you want to have kids whether you want like a presence of god or something in your life like these are definitely stuff that you have to talk about before and eran and i somehow within the first few days of knowing each other we like already spoke about all of that and i think with us like she was the first person that kind of saw through my bs and and called me out on it but not even called me out on it but more of like made me feel like oh wow this girl actually likes me for me yeah i like the persona that i play because i have muscles or i go to this party or whatever she just likes me for who i am and Mm -hmm. like i like who i am like it's it's me Mm -hmm. so because of that i felt even more inclined to be like i'm gonna pursue this because you know, this is the first person that I met that like likes me for Edan. Exactly. Know? And I think going off of that, how did that trip end? I feel like that was like the craziest part for me. I'm not like such an invested person, especially when I just yeah, I meet know. somebody. But what I do remember is that it was the last day of our trip in Florida. And I was like, you came to say goodbye, I remember. And I just remember the drive back to the airport. And I was bawling in the back seat and like wow. i was trying to do it like Didn't very my mom quietly yeah and she i was sweet. trying no i was hiding it from her i was so embarrassed she'd probably be like why is she crying is she like depressed in canada or something like, but, like, i just want to go back to the winter i mean i just remember just being so emotional and i was like bawling and i was like trying to hold in my cries but i was literally thinking like wow this is somebody that like i want in my life this is somebody that i potentially see myself with and he doesn't live in canada you yeah. know and I think both of us kind of like at that point, especially since it was like we only knew each other for a week, we weren't thinking like you'll move to Canada or I'll move to Miami. There was like no discussions of that. But obviously. even though within that week, I felt like I've known her for like a, long, a time. long time. Like I feel like I've known her for years. And the funniest part is, is that I sensed that we had something going on. But again, like I don't have that much experience in that sense. Like I'm also like I didn't have as much confidence. I was also very naive. And I remember like I asked my sister, I'm like, by the way, this, did she mention anything about me? And of course, my sister's like, no, they didn't really say anything about you. So like, I think it's in your head. Oh, and I felt like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I remember when we were exchanging numbers, she's like, here, listen, take my number. Like, we'll be in contact when I go back to Canada. I'm like, all right, cool. And then when I'm like, oh, let me maybe message her, see how she is, like before she flies. And then I look at my phone, like when she's already in Toronto and I see, hey, cutie. Because like, I was the first one to send that message. Because you gave me your number. Exactly. You're like, here. So, yes, yeah. Haley sent the first message. And then when she moved, went back to Toronto, like, we kept in touch, obviously. And then I think after, like, two or three days of FaceTiming mm-hmm. every day, we're, we just admitted to each other we had feelings for each other. And that's when it was all unraveled and all that yeah. stuff. So, with all of that, Egan and I actually started a long-distance relationship but it wasn't like off the i mean it kind of was off the bat we started talking we started texting it became kind of like a daily thing and we kind of started dating long distance because i mean at that point we admitted that we liked each other slowly slowly obviously like the more you spend time talking to somebody the more you end up developing feelings and a connection i started getting really scared because what i was 19 years old at the time and i was i was like 18 and i was at a point where i was like okay i really really like this guy 
but like where can this possibly go i was just like i'm in i'm still like i'm just about to graduate school and i'm not looking to move and he's not looking to come here and like i don't know how long you can keep up a long distance relationship until you take that next step and i i was so scared to get married and take that next step at that point like that was not something i was like looking to do so i guess my like logic started to kind of like set in and i was like okay like clearly as much as i like this person i don't like to waste my time in the sense that why would i invest myself emotionally if i already see this ending in heartbreak because Mm -hmm. I was I was always trying to avoid heartbreak. Maybe I've just seen too many movies or too many shows, but like for me, if I saw that there was a perp no purpose in a relationship in the long run, I ended it. Yeah. So that came to a conversation that Egan and I had. It was a hard conversation. I pretty much told him all of my thoughts and my feelings. We had very different perspectives on it. I was like okay to end it as much as I liked him because I'm like, okay, this is not going anywhere. You had very different feelings about it. No, it was like, again, I was very optimistic. I'm like, You did not expect it either. No, I didn't because I was like, we'll make it work. I'll come visit Canada. You'll come to Miami. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, I didn't really, that's the thing. Like, when you're, when you're so focused on in the moment and you don't really pay attention, like in the long term, I didn't really think about like, like, yeah, I thought maybe one day I'll get married to, but I'm like, okay, like. You were willing to just date me long distance for a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. We'll just do long distance. It's okay. How hard can it get in? (laughs) As time went on, like, yeah, it was very, very difficult, like, you know, but I was like, okay, I'll make it work, because again, I've never been in a serious relationship before, right. I was like, I'll just take what I can get. Like, we never even kissed at this point. No, we, we were never physical in that point, where yeah. it was all just talking, like, talking. It was just an emotional relationship. Like. Exactly, and when we broke, when you broke up, and it was, it was leading up to it, like, she would, like, kind of, like, be off, she's like, I'm feeling a certain way, but I don't want to talk, tell you about it, because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, I really care about you, all that stuff. And then when it happened, I was like, kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. And because, again, the only reason why we broke up was literally about distance. It had nothing to do that we weren't compatible. Yeah. It had nothing that we weren't attracted to each other. Like, we, I was just like, how could God give me the most perfect girl in my life, finally, so only for me to not be with her because I live here and she lives there? You know, it just blew my mind. I remember I was devastated. Like, I remember. I was so depressed. So I'm, because I'm the kind of person that like needs to have some space after something like that. I think I tra- tried not to talk to you for a bit. Yeah. But I will say once we broke up, I think something that kind of really like pulled on my heartstrings was the fact that every time in the past that I was like into a guy or I was like dating a guy, let's say I told the guy, okay, this is like not working out or like, I just don't really see it going anywhere. Like maybe we should just stay friends. In the past, guys always just told me, nah, it's like, it's either you're like, if I'm, they would say I have enough friends. That's what they would say. They're like, I have enough friends. It's either I want like a relationship or I'm not. Aaron was like the only person who ever told me like after we broke up, we had a few days, I think, that we took some time. And then once we started talking again, he said, I would rather have you in my life as a friend than not have you in my life at all. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like where I was like, wow, this guy is like something so special because the fact that obviously I broke his heart at the same time as breaking mine, he's still willing to like keep me around and he still cares to have me in his life, even if it's not like in a romantic because way. Because my train of thought was like, I would rather have you in my life. Even as a friend, did not have you at all because. But like, not everybody you so, thinks that way. Yeah, you know. In the back of my head, I still did see. I'm like, this and there, were for sure. Like I always knew I'm, I'm gonna end up with this girl. So it's cute. I I and it's just funny because even yesterday we had to talk about this. Like I have this problem in my personality sometimes that I try not to expect. You know, I expect disappointment. You, no, you have low expectations. I have low expectations so it's that I like don't that get disappointed. From, from Spider Man, like that. What does she say? She's like, I have. 
low expectations so i don't get disappointed i don't get disappointed exactly i'm like inside i'm zendaya she stole that from me (laughs) (laughs) but i'm saying like that was kind of my train of thought like i never really saw like okay this is the guy i'm gonna end up with because i just saw all the obstacles and the barriers in between and then him his personality which is what i love about him so much because we complement each other so well is the fact that he was literally from the beginning he's like our journey is not over like i'm gonna end up with this person i'm gonna fight i'm fight fight for our love (laughs) exactly so i mean since then it was obviously like a whirlwind of roller coasters sometimes i would ghost him because it was just easier Eran's effort in order for us to like keep the friendship and whatever is that he since then planned a couple of trips to toronto to like surprise me and nicole and like we had a lot of fun when we were together and obviously like things rekindled in that moment and i remember that you even like wanted to kiss me and i was like i want to i want to like because again I never kissed a girl before. And, and you I, wanted and me I, to be your first. And I always wanted like, I was like, okay, I want to, I want to, I want to kiss her. And because I wanted my first kiss to be, to be with somebody that I generally, generally have a close connection with. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like some like spin the bottle type of thing. <laughs> and so I'm like, I want to kiss you, even though I'm going to go back to Miami. And she was just like, you're going back to Miami. Why, why would we do that to ourselves? Yeah. I was like, why would we like turn this like relationship into a physical one and get that physical attachment if again it's not going anywhere yeah, you know and that's the thing i wasn't thinking logically I'm like, he was just scared. like no I'm, i just want i was it. focused on the moment that's the thing what what, what Haley and i balance each other off mm-hmm. Haley's very logical in the sense she, she's like i think long like, run you're, I, she thinks long term <laughs> yeah. but i think in the moment i'm like let's do this there's in up and downs to both yeah and we're definitely going to talk about these in like yeah, future episodes once sure. i mean this is really like a history episode right now yeah, this is like an introductory to yes i feel like a us. lot of our other podcasts are probably going to be like very more straight direct advice yeah. this or is like, just more for you to get to know us exactly. better as a couple so then in the future episodes you guys can understand us and not even just a future episode just you could just know how we vlogs, got here you know exactly in order exactly. to know where we are now you have to know where we came from exactly and yeah and so literally Haley was just like if you kiss me now like i might i might like it in the moment but after you go back to miami like i'm not speaking to you again i'm cutting ties with you because it'll be too hard mm-hmm. to, to like talk to you at that damn. point i was really cruel i know like dang and i remember like at that time Haley was like uh Haley's a very people pleaser and so am i but she was at a point where she would always put other people's feelings instead of hers. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time where she used my own advice. I would give her, I'm like, listen, you, sometimes it's okay to put yourself first, mm-hmm. you know? And she used my own advice against me. And I'm like, wow, that's how it's going to be. But now, and at that time afterwards, I had a lot of respect for her in that sense because I'm like... It's good that that, that, that we never kissed. It's and good. And I, I'm happen. so like, thank God that it never happened mm-hmm. because... It allowed us. It would have made it much harder. And like, I'm, I'm very, very good for like everything up until now. Thank God, Hashem, like has happened for good. Of course. And you know, we learned a lot from that first breakup. And then at that point, that's when we, after I went back to Miami, we we had some space. We had some space, and it was very difficult. And I'll say that the way that we kind of like reconnected was that Eran made an effort, like I said, to come to Canada a couple of times. With all the trips that Eran has made to Toronto, he just decided that he apparently really liked it. And (laughs) I remember in our marriage, people were always like, why would you ever move (laughs) from Miami to Toronto? So want to give people like a little bit of explanation. I think Was it, first of all, was it true? Did you really like Toronto or was it for me? Because I remember... When we were having all these discussions, what was the one thing I told you? Don't move here for me. Yes. Just like, if you're I moving for me, I, like, get get out of here. Yeah, like, forget I about it. Not like, we're not going to get together. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. I, I just remember not wanting the pressure of, like, what if it doesn't work out? And now this guy's in Toronto and, like, 
like what then you know yeah i don't uh, like pressure if you guys can tell she doesn't she likes to be comfortable she exactly. doesn't like to take risks she likes to be very very comfortable yeah, and that's where i come in me. and kind of push her to do things you know but we can we balance each other out but i think at that time in my life in miami like i just wasn't happy i felt like I didn't have, after high school especially, like I didn't have the group of friends that I was looking for and I just didn't know what I wanted within my life, which many people after high school in general, especially at that, that age, they go through that phase. But the only thing in my head was like, I met this girl and when I went to Toronto, I started making friends with people in Toronto mm-hmm. and I started developing close relationships with them and ended up becoming the like majority of my friends who were in Toronto at that time. All my friends in Miami were going away. One person got married. One person was going to New York. One person was going to this university. So I was like, I'm kind of left alone here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why don't I just experience going to Toronto? He literally had the balls to yeah. pick up I was and like, go to school move. there. What's the big deal? Worst case, I come back. Like, yeah. you know, I remember that when you arrived, I was like still so adamant and so stubborn and being like, okay, we're not dating. We're just friends. Yeah. And we're, and you were like, but okay yet, with she it. She still kept giving me signs of like this. It was because I still liked you. Dating Haley was like dating like 20 different girls. Like oh I gosh. did not. Life of a Gemini. Lots of people tell me like you only had one girlfriend all your life. I'm like, yeah, but that one girlfriend was enough. Like I dealt, <laughs> I dealt. I dated like 20 people in that time span. Yeah. Because one day was, yeah, I like you. One day was, I don't like you. One day was, I want to be together. One day, I don't want to be together. Like, why aren't you texting me? Because it was a don't constant, Egan, it was a constant battle of what my heart wanted and what my head wanted. My yeah. head was like telling me, he doesn't know if he's going to stay. He doesn't know how long he'll be here. And plus, you never told me the move was permanent. You told me you were going to be here as a student and you're going back. So No, I said I like Canada, which at the time yeah, I did. Yeah, but I just didn't believe that somebody would have the guts to like leave their whole family and just come to a place and like start their life, you know? Yeah. Because I would never do something like that. Yeah. And because I knew that I would never move to Florida as much as I like this guy because just... It's not even that I like Canada so much. I just couldn't imagine life not next to my family. Yeah. So... I mean, we're also just also just yeah. really young. Like yeah. we're like we just graduated like high 20 school. years old making these decisions. Like we didn't. I was always a guy that was like, I'm never getting married young. I'm getting married in my like mid 20s, you know, maybe late 20s. Which some people still think that's young. But yeah, <laughs> when you find your partner, like that'll be in its time. 100 percent. But like if you get married young and but like, we you're were not just right in a person. community where a lot of people were getting married young. Yeah. So like we were used to seeing that. Exactly. And so, you know, I would never thought I would get married really young. I would tell people like getting married young is like leaving a party at like 7 p.m. Like it's too early. Like you mm-hmm. need to experience life. You need to have all this fun. And then God is like, you're saying all these things, but <laughs> I have a different plan that's for not you. The plan. God plan. We plan and God laughs, yep. you know? So that's how it happened. And like, thank God everything happened the way it did. But I generally did feel like my, I felt like God was pulling me towards Canada mm-hmm. for some reason. Yep. And I didn't know how to explain that feeling. You and just knew that you had to follow I it. I just had to follow it. And I was, that was always something that like I, I try my best to get as like when I have a certain feeling, maybe that's a gift that uh, like Hashem gave me that like I, you know, I trust my gut. I trust my feelings. And I'm like, what is God trying to tell me right now? You Mm -hmm. know, and if everything's leading up to that point, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that risk because like, you know, what do I have to lose? And I remember even when I went to go visit Haley that summer, um, my parents knew that like something was going on, but I didn't know how serious it was. They really didn't think that you were. No, but my mom always wanted me to be with you. From the day she met Haley, she's like, I really hope that they're going to get married. I want a kala, which in I Hebrew love means like. attempt at like, her accent. Yeah, <laughs> like kala in Hebrew means like uh, like bride. a bride. Yeah. So she's like, I really want her to be a kala. I really want her family to be like Ireland. I just want an easy going like daughter-in-law and like, you know, yeah. Fa- like father-in-law and like mother-in-law mm-hmm. that are just very, very easy going and have the same mm-hmm. values as us and i remember one time we were like 
on Skype. And on the Skype call, it says like the name, like it was like Haley Ephraimov and Eran Israelov. And my mom, I'm like, oh, you want to? She's like, oh, can I say hi to your mom? I go say hi, mom. She's like, hi, Haley, how are you? And then me and Haley were talking, and all of a sudden, my mom looks at the screen. She's like, Haley Ephraimov, Eran Israelov, Haley Israelov. And she and did I'm that like, live. I I'm remember. like, mom. And then Haley started like laughing, and I'm like, so get funny. out, mom, get out. She's like, what did they do? I'm like, get out, get out. I'm like, babe, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, it's okay. Like, it it's funny. cute, whatever. But, like, my parents always, like, especially my mom, always wanted us to be together. And when I went that summer to go see Haley um, and it didn't work out, my dad came back. He's like, so new. Like, how was the girl? Like, did you, anything going to happen or not? And I'm like, no, like, it's, it's, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. And then my dad's like, listen, whatever is meant to be is meant to be. Like, whatever the outcome is in, in God's hands. But in the end of the day, you have to do ishtadlut. You have Which to do means you, your, your effort. efforts. You have to try. So when he said that, I'm like, oh, dang. So my dad's like, in a way, saying like, you got to go get it. So I was like, all right. So I'm going to do whatever I can to do it. So subconsciously, I was saying, I'm going for school in Toronto. But in the back of my mind, without realizing. My was, potential wife may be there. My potential wife is going to be there. So I'm going to do my, I'm going to yeah. trust my. And I had so much admiration for him for doing that. Like, you must have a lot of guts to like, literally leave your family, pick up, go to a new place and like, try yeah, it, it out. It was see. not easy. It was not easy. You were going from home to home because like, he was hosted by family and then he moved to another house and then he moved to my sisters. Like, it was like a whole experience. But I think what ended up happening, as stubborn as I was, what changed things around and how we kind of got back together officially is that Ega knew that when it came to my birthday, I like never really liked to make a big deal of myself in general. So like I never planned myself parties or anything like that. And then he got together with a couple of my best friends with Nicole, Jasmine, and like basically all planned a birthday for me. And I remember that day I came, I was so surprised. I was surrounded by so many people and they all like wrote a huge card and all signed yeah. it such beautiful things it just made me realize like wow this guy along with my friends like was part of like making this happen even though we just, weren't together yeah even though we weren't together like you know he like put in so much effort and i just saw it and at that point it was kind of like a light bulb went off in my head i was like Haley, he's here like he's here why aren't you dating this guy everybody was literally telling her that from the beginning like listen this guy moved <clears throat> here like be with him she's like no leave me alone like I don't want the pressure because, again, she doesn't like pressure. She doesn't like yeah. to be responsive. God forbid it doesn't work out. Like, it's on me. He has exactly. to move back and all that stuff. And, yeah. I think after that, we... I don't even remember how it happened, but somehow we pretty much... I mean, I swallowed my own pride and my own ego, and I was just like, listen, I care about this guy. I want this guy in my life. Let me give him... Yeah, we went like, on a proper A proper date. answer and, like, let's just get back together. And I'll tell you what it is. I remember after going on that first date, even before going on that first date, I, like, knew that as soon as I would say yes to you being my boyfriend, that's it. Yeah. We weren't breaking up. Like, we were in it for the long haul. And that may be crazy to some people because, obviously, like, like I said, my decisions are very intentional and I don't want to say that I, I was going to make it work no matter what. I just knew that like, okay, there's literally like nothing stopping us from being together at this point. If I say yes to this right now, this is the guy that I will end up marrying. And I yeah. knew that in like my deep, 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 deep core. And it's true because ever since we started dating, we never even, I don't want to say that we never fought or anything because we no, obviously we didn't had our, question our relationship. We, we didn't knew question that, our relationship anymore. Like the more, more time we spent <laughs> together, the more time we got to know each other, the more... I guess, like, experience that we have with each other, the more we realize, like, we are for each other. Like, she is my zivuk. In mm -hmm. Hebrew, it means, like, she is my soulmate, in a way. 
And I think it took that first breakup that we had to kind of like mature, to kind of see mm-hmm. where our heads are at and to kind of like, I guess, become 100% within ourselves so that when we are together, we're, we're together like mm-hmm. 100% and 100%. Like we, we were a whole and then together we make an even bigger, bigger whole i don't know like in a fact, bigger piece yeah, bigger piece yeah, you know exactly. so because the thing is when we were dating in the beginning <laughs> we're out of high school all you care about like in my head i was like i have a girlfriend now and uh, valentine's day and movie dates and all that stuff but i wasn't really thinking about the long term and what yeah. i was going so when we broke up that first time as difficult as it was and depressed as i was it needed to happen it needed to happen because it allowed me to grow from it and like a really like dissect like what is i remember the first video i looked up on youtube i was just like how to deal with a breakup yeah because i didn't know who to ask i didn't want to mm-hmm. seem pathetic because people would say listen what's the big deal you're, you're a guy never, get over it get over it Find it's long girl. distance you never even kissed her what's the big deal <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah. but i'm like listen i was very very invested like it, it hurt and I remember I look, I look it up and I remember like the first video that I watched recommended like this like self-help book. And I read that book and I was just talking about how your job in a relationship is to bring out the best versions of each other mm-hmm. when you, in, a, in a friendship. Uh, well, mostly in a, in a relationship, but in general, like to it bring, shouldn't bring be out, just selfish. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. her job for me is to bring out the best version of me and my job first to bring out the best version of her. Mm-hmm. That is our main priority. And that's what, like, I guess what love should be about in general. So if one of the sizers is not doing that, then it's not a relationship. That was my main thing. So when I started to think about that, I'm like, okay, my main purpose in a relationship is to bring out the best version of, of her. her. Not for my own selfish reasons. Like, yes, she makes me happy and everything. But if I'm with her, I need to make her a better person. Mm-hmm. I need to make her happy. And when you have that, that I guess philosophy for that idea it allows you to be more the dynamic selfless. of your relationship also would change because at exactly. that point you're like i'm not in this relationship just for, for myself, myself yeah. but i'm in it for the other person and i definitely feel like especially with that first breakup ways. yeah I, I especially feel like with that first breakup it needed to happen because we were just so like in lust and like exactly. obsessed we with the idea of the relationship and, and, and obsessed with the idea of dating and exactly. whatever but we weren't really like contributing to each other's growth yeah and even that's emotionally and that's you know? a, that's one of the advices that we can give off is like when you're in a relationship or when like, you're even dating like, yeah like you, you obviously in the beginning it's exciting you're dating you're going here going there it's like lust you know it's mm-hmm. like see like a honeymoon stage or whatever um, but at some point you have to always remember like you just have be very intentional very intentional like okay where is this going like why am I in this relationship is she just because I feel lonely is it because I enjoy like having like a, a, a partner to go out with and all that stuff like what am is, I bored what, like am a I lot bored of- like I, I just don't want to like I, I want to have someone to go to dinner with like you have to know what your intentions in, in the relationship and you have yeah. to make sure that like you guys are making each other better exactly you know and I feel like that's what we had to go through that first breakup to like gather within our thoughts and mm-hmm. gather within ourselves, become better versions of ourselves. Yeah. And, and then you work know together. What? To go off of better. that, there's something that like I also wanted to mention. It's just the fact that when most people start off their relationships, they're constantly thinking. <laughs> She's still thinking. Hold on. Oh my gosh, it just escaped my mind. This is too long of a pause. I literally don't remember what I was going to say. Are you serious? I forgot. Okay, I remember now what it is that I wanted to talk about. It's about time. I think the way that I kind of wanted to close out this podcast is talk about how do you know if a person is right for you? 
Yes. Okay. How would you know? Let me ask you first. I don't know. It was actually like a common question. I remember like when Haley and I were dating, I didn't, I always knew I was going to marry her, but then I would ask people like, how do you know? Like, this is the person for you. This is a person for you. Like, is it going to be written on their forehead? Like, how do you know they love them? Like all these things. And obviously like when it comes to like love and stuff, like that, you, you love that person, but the love grows each and every year that you're together, especially after marriage, mm-hmm. like the love that we have for each other now is much stronger than the love that we had each other when we just got married uh-huh. or we just when we just started dating. What I would personally say is that I feel like when a lot of people are trying to like date someone or they like somebody, they always say, I want a person who's like this. I want a guy who has these values. I want a guy, for example, like take a girl, for example, that wants to start dating somebody and she's just like i really want a good boy i really want a boy who's like very serious about life who like is not going from girl to girl is not playing around is like well, it's like his his stuff together like has his know. stuff together but then i always go and i ask that person okay imagine you built up this person in your head and you have him standing right in front of you would this person choose you would he choose you as somebody he wants to date and i think that the initial advice that I would give anybody who's just starting to date or trying to figure themselves out, you can have all these expectations for the kind of person that you want to be with and the kind of person that you want to date, but you have to make sure that you're proud of who you are, that you're also confident that the person that you have in your head would also choose you. That's all I'm saying. So it's like, if you want somebody who is good and honest and faithful, you need to be good and honest and faithful. Actually, I think this sometimes applies more to the guy. I'm sorry to say that, but I genuinely feel like sometimes guys want a good girl or guys want a girl who is like a virgin or is clean as they would say. I don't, I don't like saying that not saying God forbid that anybody who isn't is considered dirty, but like the amount of times that I've heard it because I have so many guy friends, you know, but they themselves are okay. Like sleeping with another girl every weekend do you know what i'm trying to say it's like if you're saying that you want to have a good girl you got to make sure that you yourself are the kind of guy that that girl would want to be with yeah, if you want to be like you know when you get married you're like a king and queen like you know in torah when you get married the first year of marriage like the husband is a king and then the wife is a queen if you want to marry a queen you gotta you gotta, be a, you gotta be a king the king is not gonna be doing all these other things whatever like Okay, probably and vice versa like if you want to marry a king mm-hmm. you gotta be a queen yourself yeah. like you know you have to be probably have if to have you want values. a girl who is driven and a girl who is motivated and somebody who's like you know just taking life seriously then you need to be doing that yourself as well there's like so yeah. many guys that were in relationships that like it never ended up going somewhere because they had a wifey as they would say but then the girl wasn't feeling like she was getting that kind of like reciprocate is reciprocation a word (laughs) wasn't getting that reciprocated back you know so i think all i'm just trying to say is that like you said you preach what you teach if you want to be in a good stable relationship with somebody then you got to make sure that when you look in the mirror you're looking at somebody that you're proud of to have that person dating because when me and alan were first got together and we first started dating i think the reason i don't want to say the reason i liked you so much is because i saw so much of myself in you but the qualities that like I see as things that I like value in my life. I saw them in you. Yeah, and you vice know? versa. So I think that's kind of why our relationship just kind of worked yeah. out so well. And, and not even that. Like I remember when we broke up the first time. Like usually it happens mostly with with like I don't know if it happens mostly with guys or girls or not. But I remember I was in a phase when I'm like, you know, some of my friends were like, yo, 
forget this girl, like have fun, do these things. Like you can trying to pressure you to like like, do whatever. And then I remember I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like I'm going to maybe like talk to other girls. And I remember when I was talking to Haley's sister at the time, um, I'm like, listen, it's just so hard because like the only thing that kept us apart was long distance and all this stuff. Like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, listen, one advice I can give you is that do you still see a future with her one day or a girl like her one day? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's like, so then continue to be the person that she fell for. Like, yeah. don't change. Because then if you do change and you do go on a rampage or something like that, you end up proving her point that you're just like every other person. Mm-hmm. So when she said that, it really like, stuck to me. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to just stay true to myself. And I'll affirm that if you started like changing your personality and you started like doing these things that you knew I wouldn't like. I don't know if like, I just blame it on like, oh, you broke my heart. That's why I did. It's your fault. Yeah. Like, not sure. Like, okay, I'm sorry that I did it to you, but it didn't make I don't any see a better. future with you. I don't yeah. see a future. You just proved my point. Like, exactly. you guys all this, and then that's it. So, like, long story short, when you're in a relationship and God forbid you break up or something happens, continue to be that person that the person you were with at that moment mm-hmm. liked you for. Mm-hmm. You know, if like if that's truly your nature, like, don't go out in this. Like, if you're dealing with a heartbreak, like. Take upon certain hobbies. Be more with your friends. Like, work on yourself. I feel like that's in better general. Better yourself. Better yourself in general. Like, do a certain hobby. Like, read books. Like, become a better version of yourself. So the next time that God provides another person in your life, mm-hmm. you're ready for that person. Because sometimes you might have to go with date a few times. Like, we were blessed. Thank God. We dated each other seriously for the first time when we knew we were the right person. But Even though we got people, advice that you got to get through heartbreak yeah, in order to have a successful yeah. relationship, it's not true. But that being said, if I talk to somebody like my older sister, for example, she's had many relationships and she said that every single relationship brought her one step closer to her husband. She said she would not have married her husband if she didn't go through all those past relationships because each one showed her a quality that she did want or a quality that she didn't want and it gave her more clarity so every relationship that you're going to encounter is only going to benefit you as long as while you're in the relationship you're always constantly making good decisions on like is this something that will better my future with this person it will not is this something that will better me as a person will it not yeah and again because we dated especially the second time with the intention to get married to have a future together Mm -hmm. we discussed and we thought about all these things in that moment so it kind of made the process a bit faster exactly and we knew and there on top of there are certain points within a relationship that you know like this is a person for you and i feel like Mm -hmm. one of the moments was that was when Haley and i got got engaged we really didn't have any money like i had like less than a thousand dollars in my in my account and when we got married it was the same situation yeah and i remember at the time i think a month before our wedding um you know rest in peace like your grandfather passed away yeah right before a month before and it was very very devastating for the family especially like we wanted him you know to to be there but he was yeah, there was and really you know hard. from heaven watching over it um and at that time what you usually do is like you have like a shiva like you say like in in hebrew and or is it like kind of like a funeral shiva just it's kind of like you just sit for seven days and like yeah, you like mourn, you, the, person's you mourn the person's passing like, and then at the 30 day mark you kind of like have like a reunion about that of, of that person you just talk good words about that person mm-hmm. memories like everybody gathers together as a community and i'm really curious to know where you're going with yeah. this <laughs> and so what happened was you know in 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 our community in our culture buharians and stuff like that like you know, you cover your seat in a way. So in this event, in weddings, bar mitzvahs, oh, okay. and in these things, you cover your seats. Haley's aunt took it. Her name is Tanya. Uh, we love you, Tanya. And <laughs> she took the end of a love, and she's like, here, Haley, like, this is this is for your wedding. And Haley's like, no, like, I'm not accepting. Like, 
we don't need it. And, she's, and then she's like, listen, take it as like a money for the wedding. And he's like, you're, but you're already giving money for the wedding. I, this is like extra stuff. We don't need it. Mm-hmm. And then Tanya's like, if it's not from, uh, if you're not accepting it from me, then at least accept from your Saba, from your grandfather. Like mm-hmm. this is from him. I might get a little emotional. Um, and so Haley got the money. And then right away, she looked at me and she's like, here, take half. And then I'm like, babe, I don't know. This is oh, not, this is not, this is not, it's not, it's not for me. Like your aunt gave it to you. Like use it to buy stuff for your wedding dress or your clothes, whatever. And she's like, Adam, we're getting married in a month. There is no mine or yours. This is our money. So I'm giving you this money. <laughs> Are you and, and, and I'm going to give you I'm this money. Emotional. What the heck? And I'm giving you this money and you get yourself whatever you get because i know like in general like you know as much as i i would i didn't tell her i'm like she's like i know you need money like to buy certain so buy yourself like shoes for the wedding and all that stuff and then like i remember in that moment that like i was still like touched and i already knew i was gonna marry her i knew she was a person for me but it was like a reassurance that i'm like wow this girl's so selfish and when this is why i'm with her that like it was right like this is no mine or yours this is ours so take this half because we're going to be like husband we and wife. We weren't even married yet, but I already knew. Yeah, and I remember when that happened, I was just so touched. I was like one of the moments that like I really realized that like... That's cute. That like she she was the one for me. And obviously with many people, they're going to have many of these moments. Yeah. That's one of the ways you can realize that this is a person for you. Like God will give you certain With every decision, like just like make the decision yeah. with your partner in mind, I guess. Yeah. You know? It's so, just, yeah, it I didn't really, even really remember that. The fact that that was so significant so for, for you. For me, it was, it's, a, it's very... Because at that time, like... I didn't have, I didn't have that much money going on, and like I was just trying my best to like prove to you and your family, like I can take care of this girl. I was taking on every job because listen, it's very difficult. Like mm-hmm. I moved from Miami, where I have my family, I have my support. They're paying for my my bills, my you know, my my food, my car, and then I moved to a completely different country. And I didn't want to ask my parents for any money. I didn't want to ask them for any help. And at the same time, I want to get married, but I don't want to tell my my in-laws like i don't have any money to support so yeah i just took on every job i could just to show like Sweet. i can be with her like I, i'll take care of her with god's help of course and so that moment just really showed that she's like we're in this together like it you like you provide for me yeah but we'll provide for each other god will we'll be together and the first step is you know for us to to be one partner to be Cute. one neshama one soul together so that was one of the moments that, that's very that sweet really, yeah. That's a really cute way to close this out, actually. Oh, yeah. Very, very good too. Thing I didn't cry, bro. Oh, like, yo, your voice was breaking. I know because it's it's a it's. I don't tell many people that, but it's a moment for me. It's really. It was like one of like. I didn't even know that that was so significant for you because in my head it was like, duh, like you're my husband already. Well, for you know? sure, but for me, listen, for me it was it was different. It was surely because you could have been listening. It's my money, like okay, and I would have accepted, but because you right away your first instinct was, here, take half. Yeah. It's like it's not my money; it's our money. Yeah, go take care of it. So for me, that was really, really. Yeah, as cute as that is, when it comes to food, Aaron doesn't give me half. <laughs> no, if anything, I give you your own portion. I like, alright, this is my burger. It's your burger. Exactly. But if you want, I give you some. I love you, babe. I love to be. This was definitely like an introductory episode, just in the sense of like it was really a free flowing conversation, just to kind of give a little bit about our history. Um, I would really love to know like your guys' thoughts. Let us know down below. Leave us some comments because when you guys engage with us, not only is it good for the algorithm, which we need some help because I don't even think this podcast is showing up when you search it up right no, now. So like guys. Share, share this podcast with, with people your... you feel like would find value in it because exactly. I always say that I never preach 
give shout outs and share things because I feel like content is made to resonate with people. If you feel like this resonated with you in any way, or you think it was just like a cool story to listen to, because sometimes I always think like we can literally write a book with all of our history. For sure. And we definitely, definitely want to take this to like different levels of like talking about certain topics, even sometimes maybe having like towards the end of the podcast, we'll kind of like maybe go on like on a live Instagram chat where we just answer your questions live live to you guys. uh, Maybe we'll add that segment to let us know if you guys want that involved. And maybe in the future, we can also have like some certain guests that we can have on here of people that, you know, within our circle that's been on our channel before, or even new people that's never been on the channel before. Yeah, yep, definitely. We, we definitely have some some plans for this, but we love if you can subscribe, yeah. like, share. And honestly, be patient with us. This is yeah. only our first episode. We for yes. sure messed up a lot. We for sure cut each other off. I feel like I had pregnancy brain a couple of times. You also probably mumbled a couple of times, sure. but we are going to be getting better at this. And honestly, your navigation is going to be the best way to kind of like get this podcast on track of yeah. where it needs to be. So let us know what you want us to talk about next. And it's- like we said in the future, I think we're just going to dwell a lot more on like specific topics rather than like huge overarching yeah. subjects. So if you guys are watching up to this point, I think with every podcast, we're going to get you to comment something and I think something cool to comment would be just the beginning. Like, it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Or just the beginning. I think just the good. beginning. You know, so if you guys are watching up to this point, you're the real MVPs, you're our favorite kind of people, comment down below, it's just the beginning. Or just the beginning. Because this is just the beginning of this podcast. And hopefully with these conversations, it's like just the beginning of our little group chat friendship. Sometimes I feel like there's going to be so much like advice that I can ask Aaron to give like his guy opinion on, which is yeah. awesome. And sometimes Haley might even have these episodes by herself just her like, definitely just girl to girl you know for sure where, feel, like, where i answer some more like personal things maybe like more pregnancy related things like there's so many different ways that we can take these podcasts but we'd really love your feedback so comment down below let us know if you enjoyed it what parts of the podcast you enjoyed and any criticism we're here to hear it and we're here to talk as well we love you guys so much thank you so much for watching yes. and listening and from Aaron and Haley, we're out <laughs> we're out Love you guys. Podcast. Love y'all.